What is up? You're listening to the Claim Your Fucking Space podcast. I'm your host, Kaylin Tukarczyk, six-figure online business owner, aspiring crazy plant lady, and lover of all things sales, marketing, and business expansion. This podcast is for visionaries who are ready to own their power, simplify their business, and become wealthy through strategies and offers that sell. Get ready to learn how to highlight your unique brilliance, step into your true role as an industry leader, and fall in love with your business. Are you ready to claim your fucking space? Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome back to the Claim Your Fucking Space podcast. Today, we are going to talk about claiming your fucking space itself and really like the essence of what this statement means and what it means to me because you're going to hear me use the phrase claim your fucking space a lot obviously. It is the name of this podcast. It's the name of my brand new group coaching program, which I really see becoming like my core program that I really become known for. And you're just going to hear me talk about it a lot. So I wanted to explain to you like, what the hell does that mean? Right? Because I think a lot of times people throw around like these loose terms, right? They say things like, You need to go out there and, you know, take up space, claim your space, own your power, speak your truth, phrases like that. And it's like, that sounds really good. I love the way that that sounds. That sounds really potent. It sounds really powerful. Yeah, I love the sound of that. But what does that actually mean? Like, how do I really start to embody that in a practical sense, in a strategic sense, because we're running businesses and there needs to be strategy in place in order to see results within our business, what does it actually mean? And I never want to be the kind of person who just throws around these loose terms and kind of just like leaves you up to interpret it whatever way you want to or leaves you up to guess. I always like explaining in a practical sense. I love explaining these things in a practical sense. So that way you can start applying them. You can start integrating them into your business. So today we're talking about the essence of claiming your fucking space. Now, really the foundation of all of this, it stems from the foundation of claiming your space. It stems from an inside decision that you make first. So you're probably at the point in your business where you've been doing the things, you've been showing up, you've been putting yourself out there. I'm sure you've been taking advice from other people, you know, trying to show up and implement the strategies and stuff like that. But you kind of have like this feeling inside, this feeling like there's something more to this for me. And maybe you don't really know what that looks like for you right now. Maybe you do know what it looks like for you right now, but you just have like this feeling inside of you like there's more to this. Things aren't feeling the best they could feel right now. Even if they feel all right, I feel like they could be better. And I'm wanting to create that. I'm wanting to show up 
in a bigger way. I'm wanting to have a larger community. I'm wanting to serve more people in my containers. I'm wanting to charge more money. I'm wanting to make more money, whatever it looks like for you, but you're desiring more. You're wanting more and you're feeling this right now. Like, okay, there's something, there's something more to this. I don't know how I create it right now, but I just feel it inside of me. This is really the energetic side to claiming your space. And when you feel that feeling, that is the first opportunity you have to start claiming your fucking space. And it's really like this self-actualized leadership. This moment where you get to decide that you're gonna lead yourself forward on this journey in your business. And you're writing yourself a permission slip to step into this, to start creating more, to start building the things that you desire. And once that decision is made and you feel into that energetically and you feel that fire inside of you because that is literally what it is all about. So many people start to lose that fire within them as they go on through their business. So a lot of times we start our businesses and we're so freaking excited, right? We're like a a kid on the first day of school. You're so excited for the first day of school. You've got your new backpack, your, your new shoes, your new outfit. You get to meet your new friends and your teacher, like whatever it is. You're so excited to show up on that first day of school. And then you go on through the school year and it's like, ah, do I have to go to school today? I don't want to go to school. Maybe I'll fake sick because I don't feel like going to school today. I don't feel like showing up, right? It's kind of like that that thing in your business where you're so excited when you first started your business because you don't really have any expectations or pressure on yourself or anything like that. You're just like, I have the best idea and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to run my business and it's going to be freaking awesome. And then you start doing it and business happens. And we learn these things and that person who you thought was going to sign up for your program, maybe they don't sign up. That client who is meant to pay you next month or this month falls through on their payment plan. Or you sign that one client who promised to who paid you all of the money and you're in the container serving them and they're pushing and pushing and pushing your boundaries or someone else copies your work. It's whatever it is. All of these things start to happen And then it's like, oh, fuck. Do I have to show up today? Do I have to do this today? Do I have to do that launch because someone told me I should be launching right now? Do I have to create that offer because everyone else is creating those offers? Do I have to post this type of content because that's what Susie told me to be posting? I have to, I have to, I have to, oh. I don't feel like doing this right now, right? And it's kind of like we lose that spark and that passion along the way. And claiming your space is about finding that that spark, even if it's just a little flame right now. It's feeling that inside of you. And it's pouring gasoline on that fucking fire. And I literally, I view this as like a phoenix rising where you're literally stepping into a new era of your business where everything stems from that passion and that excitement and you start to build the business that you truly freaking deserve, right? Because let's face it, when we first start our businesses, you don't really know what that looks like for you. 
But as you progress more along your business, you're really going to cultivate a strong sense of what you actually want your business to look like. And sometimes that takes a little bit of trial and error, and that is fine. But don't keep pushing and pushing and pushing yourself to do the things that you don't want to do. Don't keep forcing yourself to run a business that you're not enjoying. If something feels off, it is your responsibility and no one else's. It is your responsibility to change that thing, to question that thing. That is self-awareness right there. And that is one of the most important attributes you can have, not just in business, but in life. And that is what self-leadership looks like. And as the owner of a business, you are your freaking leader and you're your community's leader. And it is your responsibility to note these things and to question these things. And when something feels off, I get to change it. It gets to look different. I get to create this the way that I want to create this. And guess what? This looks different for every single person. Okay? I know so many people, I've worked with so many people who run a seven-figure business. I've had multiple mentors, coaches who run seven-figure businesses. I have a lot of peers in my community and women I've worked alongside who run six-figure businesses. I don't know any of those single people who have scaled their business the same exact way, the same exact way. It has looked different for each of them because it gets to look different for each of us. And it is your responsibility as the business owner to pave that way for yourself. As the leader to pave that way for yourself and then for the people who are coming and who are following you, for your community and for the people who are investing in you. This is where it all stems from. You deciding to step up as this leader and to demand more from your business. This is like the energetic side of it is making this freaking decision and declaring, I'm going to go after what I want right now and fueling that with the passion and the desire you have to actually show the fuck up for your business because you actually love what you do. You feel very strongly about the work that you're doing because if you don't, why the hell are you doing it in the first place? Because this shit is not easy. It's not easy. No. It would be a lot easier to show up at a job every day and have someone else tell you what to do. But the people who stick it out on their entrepreneurial journey and who really make something out of their businesses are the people who fucking love what they do. And because they love what they do so much, they're no longer willing to settle for the things that they don't want within their business. It is of the utmost importance to them that they create in every area of their business things that they love, that the strategies that they're using and integrating feel good for them and allow them to show up as their best selves. So after that decision, that declaration to yourself, because it's an internal thing, it's not something that you need to show up on Instagram and be like, I declare, unless you want to, because that could be a vibe too, if that feels good for you. It's an internal shift that you start making first, and then externally, things need to change, right? Structurally, things need to change within your business, right? Because 
the structure of your business and the strategies that you're showing up with every day need to be supporting the way that you're actually feeling. It needs to be supporting the things that you actually desire within your business and desire your business to create for you. That is literally what it's all about. This is why when people are like, oh my God, energy is more important. No, strategy is more important. And I'm like, no, you need both of these things because when you combine the two, and they come alongside each other and you learn how to integrate both of these things, that is when you're gonna feel your best. That is when you're going to see the most results in your business. So I wanna break down for you in a more practical and strategic sense, now that we've talked about energetically how it feels and what that looks like to claim your space, What can that look like within your business? What kind of things might you start tweaking? How might you start showing up differently within your business after that declaration is made? One of the first things and most important things for me when it comes to claiming your space, because really what this is, is like stepping up as a freaking authority within your business, is to start acting like one, right? Even if you don't have all of the results right now that you see other people posting and you don't have the six-figure business or the seven-figure business or maybe you don't have the 10K months or whatever it is, you're already a leader. You're already an authority for your people. Act like it, okay? Share your wins. Brag on your damn self. What are you achieving right now through your business that your ideal clients desire to achieve? How can you share that with them? Whatever it is, everyone always thinks this needs to be something huge. Like you need to post your bank account and have like multiple commas in your bank account and be like, ah, yeah, this is what I'm building. I'm gonna help you build it too. And that's great. Hey, I'm all for that. But it doesn't have to look like that. Share all of your freaking wins. Brag on your damn self. Oh, you have people responding to your story right now saying that they're interested in your offer, even if it's just one person. Share that. Oh, you helped one client achieve what they wanted to achieve or have a breakthrough. It doesn't have to be a monetary breakthrough, but maybe that a mindset breakthrough or some kind of other shift. Share that. It matters. It's freaking important. Talk about how you're integrating and embodying what you're helping your ideal clients achieve and talk about how that's making your life different because of those things. Tell that story for them. Allow them to start visualizing that so they can figure out how that's going to look like for them so they can start seeing how and why they need to work with you and not anyone else, right? These things are unique to you. And when you start tapping into this, it is fucking powerful because that's the type of content that no one else is creating, right? It's not these tips and tricks that we're educating people with, and here's my four-step process to this, and five reasons why you need this, which, hey, there's room at the table for that too, but this type of content 
where you're really owning your shit, you're sharing your wins, you're sharing your client wins, you're telling the story behind it and telling these people how and why you were able to achieve these things, how you're going to help them achieve those things. That is the type of content no one else is creating because it's specific to you and it is curated for your audience. That is gonna help you stand the fuck out in a big way and guess what? Claim your fucking space as the leader that you already are. The other side of this is really showcasing your expertise. And I feel like these things go hand in hand, right? The wins and the expertise go hand in hand because at the end of the day, those wins, whether they're from you or they're from your clients, are being achieved because of your expertise. I'm pretty sure the majority of you listening to this right now are online business owners and you're either some kind of coach or a service provider. Like literally you are making money off of your brain, off of your expertise. This is where it is all coming from. But again, so many people get caught in that uh, tips and tricks, tips and tricks. I got to do the mini training. I got to walk them through my four steps to doing this and what that looks like. And that's fine. But can we pull that a layer deeper? Can we really get to the bottom of the expertise? How did you create this? What you're teaching people? Why did you create this? What was the gap that you saw in the marketplace? What's the unique process that you're walking your people through that other people aren't teaching on right now? And why did you make this process different from what other people are teaching right now? Now, this really starts showcasing to your audience how you're different from other people out there. And this this point alone, like defining your difference There's so, 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 so many aspects to this. One of the biggest pieces is defining the difference between your offers and other offers on the marketplace, right? Because let's face it, no matter what industry you're in, the things that you're teaching on, they've probably been done before. Not exactly like you're gonna do it, but they have probably been done before in some sense, right? If I'm launching a launching program, that a launching program has been done before, right? How am I putting my spin on it, right? How is this program different from any other launch program out there? Why are people going to invest in my launch program and not someone else's launch program? These are the kind of things that you wanna be asking yourself because these are the kind of things your ideal clients are gonna be wondering like, oh, but I took that other launch program or I saw this other person is marketing that launch program, like what is gonna be the thing that makes me invest in this launch program? So you really understanding how and why your offers are different is so freaking important because if you don't know what that is, if you don't know what that piece is, your audience is not gonna know what that piece is, right? And eventually, I'm sure you're gonna get to the point in your business where you put an offer out there and people will buy it and they don't need to know shit about the offer. They're like, I just wanna learn from this person. I just want to learn from this person right now. Shut up and take my money. I don't need to know the details. Here it is. Because you're going to have such a magnetic brand, so much authority in your space that that is the way that it gets to be. And that is amazing. But if you're not there right now, the way that you start getting there is by doing these things and defining your difference and declaring that to people and showing them why you're different and why your offers are different. So defining that like unique process that you take people through 
in your offers is one huge piece of the puzzle. Obviously, the other piece of the puzzle is just being you and really allowing your personality to shine through in every freaking thing that you do. Your offers, the way that you sell, the content that you post, the copy on your sales pages, in your emails, whatever it is, really allowing your personality to shine through when you're doing these things, right? I always like to joke about like the way that I sell to people I can teach the the skill of it. I can teach the psychology behind it, those kind of things. But I also have my own unique spin that I do on things where if I told my clients to sell the way that I sold, it would never work for them because it wouldn't feel right for them because it has so much to do with my personality. I've been having conversations with people in the past who are like sitting on the fence about joining one of my programs and they're like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to do it. And most people's response would be like, all right, well, let me overcome their objections and ask them more questions. And my response is um, sending them a meme of like a skeleton running their fingers on a table, like, you know, waiting. I'm waiting for you to make this decision just to joke around with them like that. And then guess what? Those people are like, oh, my God, you just called me out. That's so freaking funny. Okay, I'm signing up now because they know that's my personality, because it doesn't feel weird for them, because I come through with that same kind of sarcastic personality where I'm calling you out or I'm joking with you before we even jump into a sales conversation. So the whole thing feels really natural for the both of us. However, if that was something that I wasn't comfortable with and I was just doing it because Susie Q's five-step process to selling told me to do it, that would never work for me because it would sound fucking weird to the other person I'm talking to because they would be like what that's random that's not how she speaks uh okay i'm just kind of confused now this is freaking awkward and it would be weird for the both of us instead of natural for the both of us so there's also that side where you really just have to let your personality shine through with everything you do and you get to put your little fun spin on these things like that's so fun for me when I get to sell and I get to sell by sending memes to people and joking around with them. Like what world am I living in? This is fucking awesome. I love this shit. How are you going to make yourself love this shit? Because you get to love all of it. You get to love the sales. You get to love the marketing. You get to love the content, but you got to make it that way. You got to make it so you love it. You have to have the confidence in yourself to do the things that feel right for you. It might feel a little audacious even, but that's okay. That is okay. You get to put yourself out there in that way. And when you do, you're going to feel at your best because it's you. Like imagine, imagine going out and you're meeting like a new group of people for the first time. Maybe you move to a new town. You don't really have any friends yet. And you're meeting a new group of people for the first time and you're hanging out with these people and you're just kind of feeling like, oh, I don't think these people are gonna like me. I I shouldn't act how I normally act. I shouldn't act how I would act around my friends back home. And so you sit there and you're hanging out with these people and the whole time you're being a shell of yourself. You're not making the joke that you would normally make or you're not starting the conversation that you would normally start or you're not sharing an opinion that you would normally share. After you go home, after that situation, do you think that you would feel great and excited about what just happened? Or would you be like, oh, I never want to do that again? It's the same thing with business. 
It's the same thing with business. You are always, always, always going to feel better when you're doing you and you're being true to you. And that's a freaking fact. And that is what claiming your space is all about. It's having the audacity to be your fucking self because that is powerful. Now, we talked about leadership earlier in the podcast. That first decision to claim your fucking space is really that decision to step up as a leader for yourself, right? And this self-leadership then trickles down into the leadership that you have for your clients and your community. And it is so freaking powerful. Someone who claims their fucking space and decides to keep doing so every freaking day is a leader every freaking day. It's someone who takes ownership over their business, over their results, and who is a damn decision maker, okay? You should be backing yourself with the decisions that you make in your business. That investment that scares you, that you've been teetering back and forth on, decide to make it. That offer that you want to put out there that you don't know if it's going to work out, decide to put it out there. That client, that person who reached out to you about your program and they're asking you a million freaking questions and they're hesitating so much and you're kind of like, oh, this person says they're going to pay me, but they're also giving me kind of like weird vibes right now, but should I take them anyway? Because, you know, it'll make me more money. Make the decision to do what actually feels right for you. Not that just might make you money, right? This is leadership, being a freaking decision maker. And then whatever decision you make, taking ownership over that decision. So you invested in that program and it didn't work out the way that you wanted it to. That's not necessarily the other person's fault. You're an adult. You made the decision to invest in that program. Okay, I own that, and now I'm going to move on. Like, that is the kind of vibe that we need to be in instead of just, like, dwelling on things and blaming things on other people. I've had so many instances in my business where it would have been so much easier to point the finger at someone else and to blame them on something when really I needed to change a standard that I was holding for myself in my business or something within my business needed to change. Like, an example could be, oh my God, this client, they're on this payment plan and this is the second month that I've had to follow up with them and I'm so sick of this. I'm mad at the client that they're not paying paying me and you're like putting the power in their hands, right? I'm angry because they're doing this thing and this thing is bothering me. And trust me, I felt all of those feelings, but then it's like taking a step back. This is my business. I'm gonna take ownership over my business right now What did I do to allow this situation to happen? And really dissecting that. What role did I play in this event occurring? And then what can I do moving forward to change those things? So maybe it looks like you're taking on a lot of clients that are pushing your boundaries and they're unfavorable and you're blaming the clients that you're taking on. It's like, no, what do I need to do differently? all right, I need to raise my prices. I need to start charging more because the clients that I want to start working with, they need to take this more seriously. All right, I need to start laying out my boundaries and being more firm with my boundaries. 
because I'm taking on too many clients who are pushing those things. It's those kind of standards and strategies that need to be changed, but you have to take ownership over those things first and figure out, okay, if this is something that keeps happening for me, instead of blaming someone else on the things that are happening to me, I'm gonna take my power back over this and I'm gonna decide what can I do moving forward to change these things. And that's what I'm gonna do to take back my control because I'm a freaking leader and I'm a decision maker. Now through all of the things that we just spoke about that I just mentioned, I mean, so many freaking powerful shifts that you're gonna start to make in your business, even if all you do is listen to this podcast and take like one little tidbit away from it. This shit is life-changing. When you really learn how to integrate all of these things, it will change your business and it will change your life. The things that I just mentioned are not only going to help you connect with your audience and your community in a way that only you can do it, which in and of itself is going to help you stand the fuck out in the online space, but you're also going to feel a lot better doing these things when you're setting the standards that feel right for you, when you're making the decisions that are right for you, when you're taking ownership over those decisions that you're making. And of course, when you're doing everything in a way that is authentic to you, that feels good for you, and that aligns with what you actually desire to create from your business, from your life. It is fucking powerful and it is claiming your fucking space. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Claim Your Fucking Space. I am so grateful to have you here and I hope you got some juicy takeaways. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and leave a review to help spread the word to more people. You already know I love connecting with you on Instagram. So if you're called to share this episode on your socials and tag me at Kaylin Tukartchik. I cannot wait to hang out with you in the next episode. Now go on and claim your fucking space.